you're listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story is from Jessica Mance. Jessica talked about a time when she was 21 and got wasted while her relationship with her boyfriend wasn't quite on solid ground. This week, I sat down with Danny Gallegos to talk about her top two pukes. Here's Danny Gallegos. So this isn't anything that happened to me, but I used to hang out with, like, touring musicians when I was in high school, um, because I used to be a merch girl. (laughs) (laughs) And um, this one guy who was in this band called John Connor... Uh, They went on tour in, like, California, and I'm pretty sure he, like, dropped out of high school to, like, go on this tour, because it was, they were like, you're gonna miss too many days of school, and you're not gonna graduate, and he was like, fuck it, I'm gonna be famous, but then nobody ever heard of John Connor. (laughs) Um, But they came back, and apparently this thing happened when they were on tour, where, like, one of the members of the band started, like, hooking up with this girl in the back of their tour bus, which is not really a tour bus, it was, like, a van. I was going to say, if they had a tour bus, that sounds successful. No, it was just a van. Okay, cool. Um, (laughs) Their tour van. Any van can be a bus if you believe in yourself. (laughs) Yeah, or if you're, like, I feel like Canadians call those vans buses. I don't know. Do they perverts? (laughs) I don't trust Canadians, I'll say that much. (laughs) I never have before. Yeah, uh, and so, yeah, this guy, go, this member of the band goes to hook up with this girl in the back of their van, and he, like, goes to go down on her, but we're, like, all still really young, and so he's like, I don't want to taste her pussy, and so he puts, like, two Jolly Ranchers in his mouth or something like that, so obviously they fall out. Um, and he, like, goes to, like, retrieve it, and so he feels something hard, and he bites down, and it explodes in his mouth, and it was a wart. (laughs) That would hurt so I know! I couldn't even imagine! Okay, also, if, even if I was just enjoying candy, two Jolly Ranchers would be way too much. I would be so Yeah, but he was, like, he was just so, he was a teen boy (laughs) who was too afraid to taste pussy. And was just like the disrespect. Yeah, he was like, it and must also, be disgusting. Yeast infection from sugar. Yeah, for sure, definitely. And also popped her wart. <laughs> Can you even pop a wart, or was it like a, like a cyst? Like a, either like a cyst or like a, like a cold sore maybe. You know, if you have a cold sore on your pussy, I don't think it's a cold sore anymore. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have heard it's sort of the same, um, like, thing, but, (laughs) um, very, very interesting. I don't know if it's, like... Do you believe that guy? Do you think it really happened? I don't know, because, like, I feel like it it might just be, like, one of those, like, high school, like, myth stories that, like, ends up just, like, going around the high school, like... Whatever popular girl was like masturbating with a hot dog and like that's so rude. I feel like it it happens. That was jacking off with a hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it happens at every school that there's like always a story about like 
she oh, like yeah. goes to masturbate with a frozen hot dog and it's like too cold and it gets stuck in her pussy and then she has to like oh, tell God. her dad oh, did you not like have any of these far. stories um no no we for sure did uh but i can't off the top of my head well off the top of the head off the top off the top of the head <laughs> um the only one i can think of is kind of um dark but there was a oh, rumor no. there's a rumor that this girl got pregnant and she later had a bunch of kids but there was and like as a teenager had a baby yeah. but um there was a rumor that like her freshman year she got pregnant and um paid one of her friends 20 bucks to like hit her in the stomach with a baseball bat oh my god yeah people will tell each other that i don't think that is true obviously um but that's the first one i can think of <laughs> <laughs> That's not as fun as your hot dog thing. Um. <laughs> oh, man. Um. You know what I, d- I did think of, though? Is my friend told me this story. So, it was, like, after we went... Maybe we were in college at the time. And she was, like, dying laughing telling me the story. And she said it happened to her friend's friend. And it was, like... The story is that this girl is, like, dog-sitting in New York... And the dog dies. Have you heard this? No. Okay, so... Wait. I thought it was going to go, like... And she, like, put peanut butter on it. Oh, no. Everybody... No, so the story is that she's (laughs) dog city in New York. The dog dies. And the people are, like, in Europe or something. So she's got to do something with this big dead retriever. And she had to, like, bring it to a vet or something to have it, like, whatever. Cremated? Yeah, I guess. And so she, like, loaded it into a, um like a big rolly suitcase and took it on the subway and on the on the way up the steps she's like hauling this heavy dog up the up the steps and then this guy comes up next to her and asks if she needs help and he's like helping her bring this thing up the stairs he's like what is in here it's so heavy and she would didn't want to be like a big dead dog so she just said um it's electronics and so then when they get to the top of the steps he like takes off with the bag <laughs> thinking it's like expensive electronics no um, and she told me this story and she's dying laughing and i was like she totally had me i was like this is the most amazing thing i've ever heard and then like six months later i like read it on the internet and i was so pissed <laughs> at her for telling me she never i Hannah, that's who did it to me. <laughs> she was. She would always prank me. Fucking Hannah. Yeah. Um. All right. So I guess my own stories. Yes. Um. I have two, like memorable, vomits, in my <laughs> life, because they were just like so, nasty. I've had a lot of nasty vomits, but these two are really standouts. The cream of the crop? Yeah, the... Well, one time I was puking on a sidewalk, and it, like, managed to make, like, a perfect, like, circle of just, like, vom. (laughs) Like, it looked like a pie. Like, it looked like I threw up, like, a put-together pie. My dad used to call those um, lawn pizzas, because he said... He's, I don't know how true this is either, but he said in college they would puke on the lawn and it would freeze, and then in the morning you could, like, pick it up in, like, a frozen dish. <laughs> Dad! Little, little stories my father would tell Ooh. me. Um, okay, so... A few, like, maybe, like, two years into living in Chicago, 
um, I went on this, like, OkCupid date. No, okay, I met this guy on OkCupid, but we had met, we had gone on, like, two or three dates already, or, like, yeah, two or three dates already, and our plan that night was to, like, go to his place and watch the Olympics and eat an edible, and he had, like, mentioned... Yeah, it seemed fun, seemed fine. Um, and he had mentioned that, like, these edibles were, like, pretty strong, so, like, don't eat too much of it. And I was like, for sure. Uh, and I, I, like, only ate half. And, like, right before I went to his place, I had had, like, a foot-long Subway sandwich, and it was the brief period of time that they were doing falafel. Wow, I didn't know they did that. They did that for a very brief period of time. Yeah, (laughs) and it was very, very dry, and it was not worth it. I don't trust anybody that doesn't only make falafel. I don't buy falafel from them. If they're, like, trying their hand at it, I haven't had good luck. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's just never, like, it's so hard to make it moist, and... If you just don't know, like, I don't know, if you're not a Middle Eastern person, don't try making falafel. Yeah. So, it was a brief period of time when Subway was doing falafel, and go big or go home, I got the foot long. (laughs) (laughs) And so, I ate that shit, and it was the middle of the summer. Do they still let you put all the toppings on it? Yeah. You can do whatever you want. (laughs) I'll get Buffalo Ranch, please. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. I'm gonna have an American falafel. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. American falafel is a meatball sub. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I scarf this full long down. I go to his place, we eat the edible, um, and we're watching the Olympics, and then all of a sudden it's like nighttime and like I hadn't felt the edible for like hours and then it like hit me all at once and um I start like fully hallucinating like it felt like like I so I thought I was gonna die first of all and I was like oh my god I have to call my dad and then I was like no don't call your dad because if you do die like he's gonna be so disappointed that you died on drugs in a strange boy's house (laughs) like Who's the second best? So I call my best friend at the time, but I make him call my best friend because, like, I couldn't work a fucking phone. And then also, he's I had only met him, like, three times, and I was just like, he did this on purpose. He drugged me. I'm going to die. He's oh, going to kill me. Um, and he also had the voice of, like, Tina Belcher, who's voiced by a man, so it's perfectly fine for him to have that voice, but the fact that, like, he sounds like Tina Belcher was just so unnerving at the time. And, like, I'm, like, fully positive that he did this on purpose and he is going to kill me. I'm also positive, or, like, I'm hallucinating that my body is made out of Disney World. Like, anytime I closed my eyes, I could, like, see it. Like, my limbs were, like, different rides. And, like, yeah. This but, is, like, like acid-type stuff. I wild. know! But it, apparent, apparently it was just a weed edible. And so... Like a cookie? What was it? It was a brownie. Uh. And I only ate half. Um, And so my best friend at the time, she's like, you're not going to die. It's going to be fine. And I was like, call an ambulance. I'm going to die. She's like, I'm not calling an ambulance. 
you're not gonna die and I was like oh shit I gotta throw up and so I go to the bathroom and like I'm like dry heaving and nothing's coming out and all of a sudden like a fucking like brick the foot-long falafel <laughs> sandwich just starts coming out of my <laughs> mouth. And it... I guess I, like, forgot to drink water that day. And it was so thick and dry that it started getting caught in my throat. And so I had to, like, take my fingers and, fit, like, scoop it out because I was suffocating. Ew. Yeah, it was really gross. And I remember having the high-ass thought that I was shitting out of my mouth. I was like, oh my god, I am shitting out of my mouth. And yeah, I had to like go in there with my fingers and scoop it out. It was really gross. Anyway, I survived. (laughs) And now she's the new spokeswoman for Subway Sandwiches. (laughs) After Jared. After Jared. Honestly, if your second was like, I shit out my mouth, <laughs> that would be better than Jared. Honestly, yeah. Real low bar. Very low bar. Mm. <laughs> Alright, second favorite puke. Um, I was working at South by Southwest the year that I was living in Austin, and uh, they weren't paying us enough to buy food. And so, but they are giving us these, like, free sausages out of, like, like boiled hot dogs, at, like, out of the bucket, like, with the, like, water. They were, like, you know, boiling a hot dog and then, like, and so, like... Any bun or anything? I think there were buns somewhere, but I just, <laughs> I was just like, fuck it, I'll just eat it. Um, I was also uh, sick, and so I was chugging Robitussin. And I was also friends with the bartender, and he was just, like, basically, like, force-feeding me shots of whiskey. So it's, like, bucket bucket sausages, Robitussin, and whiskey is all I've had for, like, oh, ten hours. The sausages Uh. are the real wild card. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, Mary kill. Sausage, Robitussin, and whiskey. (laughs) Uh, I mean, fuck the sausage, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably fuck the sausage. Uh, Mary Robitussin. Kill whiskey. Kill whiskey. I don't feel great about it, but I think it's the best we can do. I just, whiskey <laughs> makes me fight, and <laughs> I feel like whiskey would be an abusive husband. <laughs> it just doesn't seem good. Robitussin would treat you sweet. <laughs> Robitussin at least takes care of you. It has good intentions. That's a good point. Um, and, yeah, fuck the hot dogs, because why not? <laughs> no bun, baby. <laughs> I, I was just too carefree at the time to even bother looking for a bun. <laughs> this is the same South by Southwest that I kissed a guy to get a hot dog covered in mac and cheese. What's that now? You, I well, there was like it was a different night at South by Southwest, (laughs) and there was like a hot dog vendor who had like hot dogs covered in mac and cheese, like deep fried like a corn dog. Uh, no, it was like a hot dog in a bun with mac and cheese on top. 
All right, either way, I'm into it. Yeah, it I was, like. I think that I might be onto something with the corn dog thing, though. <laughs> I think you. Yeah, I'd be into that. Um, but I was like, I don't have any money, but I'll kiss you. And he was like, Okay. Wow, was your suggestion? That's such a bold. Moment. I was drunk and 24, and <laughs> probably on cocaine. Um, <laughs> God, I hope my father doesn't listen to this. Uh, no one does. <laughs> Tori. <laughs> It'd be wild if you He, he like, Googles my name sometimes. Though. Oh, really? That's yeah. nice of him. And I didn't even know that he knew how to listen to podcasts. And I like, had to teach my parents. I did not teach my dad. He figured it out. Wow. You must have a clever dad. <laughs> uh, for a 76-year-old, he's doing pretty all right. Um, anyway, South by Southwest. Um... I kiss the guy for a bite of a burrito, if it makes you feel better. <laughs> uh, I didn't feel bad. It was just a bite, though. It wasn't even the burrito. It wasn't even the that's whole burrito. That's what was fucked up. Was like, it was, I, after that, I was like, that doesn't seem like a fair trade. <laughs> a single bite. No. Cold. Anyways, Jenna, keep going. you're worth more than I that. I was in college. You're worth a whole burrito. <laughs> Thank you. I think you're so, welcome. too. With guac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Extra guac. Um... Oh, so at some point, I just end up, like, I don't really remember what happened, but my friend JT ended up with a rose that was apparently from me, and apparently I had bought it from a man on the street, and I gave it to him and just said, I must be leaving. (laughs) And then I hopped in a cab, and I went home, and I remember... Thinking for, like, a second, I was like, oh, I don't even feel like I have to puke. I'm definitely drunk, but I don't feel sick. And then I laid down, and I immediately got the spins, like, the whole room, and I was like, oh, fuck. And so I rushed to the toilet, and like a fire hose, (laughs) I have never with such force had anything come out of my body. Like, I made it. In to the toilet, but it splattered. It did because it was just with such force, oh. like shooting out of my body, and it was bright red. And I was just like, "Oh my god, I'm vomiting blood! Help!" <laughs> and then I like also realized that it was very salty. <laughs> A brine. It was, it was so salty. And I was like, oh no, this isn't blood. This is Robitussin and sausage. Or like boiled hot dog. God. Oh, what a, what a scene. And it's just everywhere. It like hit the toilet with such a force that like, Water splashed back in my face, like, vomit got everywhere. (laughs) Like, there was so much cleaning to do, and so I was cleaning, but I was still vomiting. Like, like, I'd go, and I'd be like, okay, I'm fine, and then I'd, like, go (laughs) and get paper towel, and then I'd just be like, I'm not fine! live show we put out slips of paper for the audience to write down their own disgusting ladylike stories and these are some of those stories um this one's short and sweet one time i got so drunk i puked in my bed but i didn't realize until two nights of sleeping in it (gasps) oh gross 
It is gross. <laughs> it doesn't say much for the state of their room, though, that you wouldn't notice puke. Either I that, puke. or maybe it, like, wasn't very, like, chunky, and so then they just realized that oh, there was, like, one. kind of, like, a, yeah, yeah, like, a dry spot or something, like, where vomit would have dried. Mm. And then they're like, oh, no, did I vomit in my bed? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> That's very nice of you. I didn't, um, it got grosser once I started thinking about the actual details. Yeah, of two nights of vomit. Rolling around. Um, okay. Okay. No, you can't. Um, this one's kind of cute. Uh, it says, in marker, my girlfriend thought she got her diva cup stuck in her vagina, so I pulled it out for her, smiley face. Oh, I had told her I had to do that when I first got the Diva Cup. Oh, yeah? When it, well, because, like, it's great now, but when I first got it, it's kind of hard to get the hang of, like, yeah. getting it in and out. The trick is, I've probably said this 800 times before, but, like, act like you're pooping. Like, squat down and, like, make a poop <laughs> feeling. And then it, like, pushes it out where you can oh. grab it. Before I was, like, trying to grab it until my hand was, like, shaking. Like, the muscle. Whoa. I was tired, yeah. Holy That's why I, I had to be like, hold on, get it out for me. Uh, I once had a guy have to pull a condom out of me. Okay, that's very, actually, that leads right into my next story. Oh, wow. Um, but also, how far up was it in there? It was pretty far up, and we both had pretty short fingers. <laughs> you get like a chopstick. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, here it is. In high school, my boyfriend and I had sex and the condom broke. Uh, we were both mystified because his massive dong had ripped the condom mid-shaft. This is a brag. Uh, securing, yeah, wow. the, securing the base of said condom still on his shaft with the tip nowhere to be found. Until one fateful morning, I took a seat for my first piss of the day and heard my normal whiz accompanied by a soft ploop. I gazed down into the bowl and there it was, just the tip. Ugh. I think Ugh, that I hate that. The um the information they left out that was like how many mornings like Yeah, how many did that come how out? many days how, how many how long did she live with that? And then? also did they realize that the condom had broken and then they were just like, Where's the rest of it? Oh And also the stuff that was in the top of the condom, were we worried about that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sort of the danger. Did she not like did she take plan B? Did A lot of questions. Did she get Maybe they didn't come. Maybe it broke and then they stopped. Yeah, but, and then, and then what? (laughs) I'm Um, just, like, baffled that they weren't immediately, like, holy (laughs) shit, where's the rest of the condom? (laughs) I guess in high school you're probably like, hmm, I guess my body absorbed it. (laughs) It's gone. Um, what are these, what are these, like, audience slips? This girl went to the gynecologist and the guy found a little piece of, uh, saran wrap. (laughs) Like, inside. I can't remember what it was from. No. <laughs> Jesus. She explained it, though, the thing. Oh, my God. Okay. So, this one says, One time I was having sex on the floor of a bathroom in a cottage in the woods, and the guy got called away because bros got a bro, so we decided to gracefully save the condom oh. till he came back. Uh, she And then in parentheses it says, we're in the middle of the woods. Gotta save. Uh, and then it ends with, and my mom just texted me while writing this. Sorry, mom. 
I don't. I don't like that. I, you ever fuck people where they take the condom off and then just kind of throw it on the floor? Yeah. Like. Yeah. Like sort of. And like, like I've had guys do that in of my doing room. That. Oh, that's not okay. And I'm just like, you had I didn't say you could do that. <laughs> Excuse me. Did you just throw a little balloon of your cum onto my <laughs> carpet? <laughs> that's um, rude. Or like they'll like. Take it off and then they'll do like that. You can put thing. it on my face. You cannot put it on my carpet. Oh, <laughs> you know? absolutely not. You cannot put it on my face. No, thank you. Jenna. Not my face either. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do that either. <laughs> I'm a virgin. <laughs> I'm saving myself for marriage. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, they're gross though. And then even in the morning, I'm like, okay, there it is. You gonna do something about this? Yeah. Are you gonna pick it up? It's I'm not. Oh, gonna it's like it. a, it's like a, like a jellyfish without the personality. Yeah, <laughs> without the fun personality. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, I, I'm kind of obsessed with this next one. It's very strange. Okay, uh, and it's written in a brown marker. I think I should. Just I love I love the, the ones rain and marker. You know there must have been a show where we didn't have pens. We, <laughs> <laughs> there's a ton that I written in marker. Um, okay, there's one in colored pencil. I don't know what happened. Uh, the first time I decided to investigate anal play, I was in the shower. I put one finger in my butthole and immediately let out <laughs> let out the. Sorry. And I immediately let out the three loudest, grossest farts I have ever produced. <laughs> I decided God did not want me to do anal sex. <laughs> I think just the idea of being, like, alone in the shower and just, like, like slowly, like, I wonder about... Like, nope, okay. <laughs> like, your body reacts so <laughs> violently. <laughs> Kind of a little vignette. <laughs> I love that. I have nothing to add. <laughs> Perfectly done. It's that's a perfect story. Um, okay, it starts off with so basically, I traveled to Morocco and didn't shit for four weeks. <laughs> which I get that. That's relatable. Oh, I get that too. Yeah. At this point, I thought a handful of laxatives would be warranted. Uh, wouldn't you know it, the very night after violent diarrhea was the night a really sexy couple would invite me into their home and finger my asshole. Okay, this is more of a brag than an embarrassing story. Um, uh, were they both fingering the asshole? I don't <laughs> know. There's not... Any, I can't ask this piece of paper with really nice handwriting. <laughs> oh, they would have nice handwriting. Yeah. Our live story is from Jessica Mance. Jessica is a Chicago comic, and she runs a show called Four Play Fridays at the Storefront Theater. This was recorded in August of 2019. Here's Jessica Mance. But we didn't mean to know. from when I was very childlike and immature a very long time ago, five years ago when I was 21. <laughs> so I am from California and I was living in San Jose in the Bay Area and I was dating like super cool artists in San Francisco 
who I like didn't really care about. I just liked the idea that I was dating like a very cool artist in San Francisco. And he was like super hot, had like very long dreads, and I was like, yes, this is the man I want to call my boyfriend. Um, but I didn't really care about him. Like uh, he worked at a CVS that was one block away from another CVS. <laughs> And he's like, babe, because I don't know what I'm gonna do. I just got fired from my job. They're closing the CVS. Like, I don't know how I'm gonna pay rent. To which I replied, well, I think we all saw that coming. <laughs> Are we really surprised? Um, I don't know why he stayed with me because I was a horrible girlfriend. Um, but I think we we're just both like at times in our lives where we like didn't want to be alone. Uh, he had a brother. He was from he was from Seattle, so he had a brother back home. Um, who was dying from like very tragically from like stage four stomach cancer um, and had like a year-long battle with it and then when he did pass away he called me crying and he's like my brother passed away and I was like I think we all saw that coming <laughs> uh, let me know when you get back from Seattle <laughs> person. I like to think that I've grown. <laughs> so a couple weeks pass. I know that he's back in San Francisco. So I decided to call him to see if he wants to hang out. And when he picks up the phone, he goes, yeah, he goes, stop by if you want. He's like, my friend is in from France. And we're just hanging out at the house drinking. And I, being very self-centered, was like, well, I don't want to be a third wheel. <laughs> If there's other people there, I don't want to hang out. So I politely declined. Keep in mind, this would have been the first time I'd seen him <laughs> since his brother died. So I was like, oh, you know what, no thank you. And then he said, <laughs> hit me up another time. <laughs> but he said, he said, yeah, no problem. I'll hit you up another time. She'll be staying with me all week. And then he hung up. And I was like, she? <laughs> Not only a woman, but a woman from France. <laughs> Which to me seemed like a double threat to a very insecure 21-year-old. <laughs> so then I was like, I sat in it for a minute, and I was like, well, should I go? It's like an hour-long drive. And then I just imagined them like smoking very long cigarettes, <laughs> and, like, drinking wine and berets, <laughs> and then having like very passionate French sex. And I was like, well, I think the very clear answer here is that I have to go to San Francisco. So I pick up the phone, and I was like, you know what, never mind. I am going to come over. I would love to spend time with you, my boyfriend. Um, so I get dressed, uh, because in my mind, I have to like outdo this sexy French woman who is there. So I put on like a black mini skirt and these like black knee-high boots, um, a mesh top with nothing underneath it. <laughs> it was 11 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so I'm about to leave my house and I, um, I texted him, I was like, is there anything I should bring? Like, are you guys for drinking? And he was like, yeah, if you want to pick up a bottle of Hennessy. 
which I thought was very rude because I was a broke college student. So he might as well have asked me to pick up like a $3,000 bottle of alcohol. Like to me, Hennessy is like a special occasion drinks for like baby showers where like established adults are paying for it. You know, like not me, a 21 year old who is working at Forever 21. <laughs> and so I pick up a bottle of Hennessy because I'm trying to be a good girlfriend. And I know in all of this, I sound like a very horrible girlfriend, but I will have you know that I don't think he really cared about me either. Because one time I asked him, I had like changed my hairstyle, and I asked him, I was like, Do you like my hair? And he said, It looks the same. Oh. <laughs> Anytime I use just like a different product, but like to the naked eye, it probably looked the same every day. <laughs> so I'm, I'm on my way to San Francisco. I'm driving in my car in my hot, sexy outfit <laughs> in the middle of the day. Um, so I get to his house, and I, for some reason in my mind, I just thought I was gonna like bust the door open and they were already gonna be fucking. <laughs> they weren't. <laughs> So we're sitting in his living room, actually just having like a pretty nice time, but I was like so anxious and insecure and I think I just like really wanted, I don't know, to one-up this French girl who I found out was not even French. Uh, she was American and she was coming back to like renew her visa or something. <laughs> um, so not as much of a threat. <laughs> Um, and in my like anxiety in this situation, I know that like French people, they say like the key to French people staying skinny is they just like take three bites of everything. So I translated that to like all of the alcohol on the table, and I was like, I'm just gonna have three drinks of everything. <laughs> I got very drunk. I really don't know what happened after that. I really only remember like the first hour of me being there, which I'm pretty sure is the time period in which I drink all of those drinks. Um, <laughs> but I do remember waking up in a pitch black room, <laughs> terrified. <laughs> I had no clue what time it was, where I was, um, and then I remembered that my boyfriend lived in the basement of his apartment building, so like no windows. So then I was like, okay, context clues, you're probably in your boyfriend's basement. <laughs> it's like, I'm in a bed, the bed is soaking wet. <laughs> But also, my boyfriend's not here. And so priorities, I was like, he's fucking her upstairs! <laughs> and then I was so mad at myself, I was like, you dummy, you just set it up perfect for them, you got blackout drunk. <laughs> and now they can just fuck all over the house. <laughs> so I'm, um, I'm drenched, just like soaking wet. I walk upstairs in these like soaking wet clothes and I go into the living room, and they are just on separate couches, <laughs> asleep, peacefully. <laughs> nothing happened. <laughs> I was anxious for nothing. So then I was like, you know what? I should probably figure out why I'm soaking wet. <laughs> Crisis averted. <laughs> Next thing on the list. So I go back downstairs. It's like 3 in the morning. And I was so tired, I was like, you know what, this can probably wait until the morning. And I lay back down in the soaking wet bed in my soaking wet clothes. Oh, and so then also this girl, somehow in this like drunken 
party that we had, I agreed to take her to the embassy or whatever and like drive her in the morning to wherever she needed to go to renew whatever she needed to get the heck back to France. <laughs> Over like 7 a.m. <laughs> and he's like, We gotta take what's her face um, <laughs> to the embassy. And I was, I don't even know if it's an embassy, I'm just using that word because it sounds like an international thing. <laughs> and um, so then I yelled, he yelled at me through the door, and I was like, Okay, just a second. And so then I was like, Oh, yeah, I am soaking wet, the entire bed is wet, and then I'm like, Well, obviously, I probably peed on myself. <laughs> which is the conclusion I came to. But I'm still confused to this day of like, how I got pee like up to my neckline. <laughs> like, did I pee multiple times in the middle of the night? Was it like a combination of sweat and pee? <laughs> did I do some kind of like cool down effect with a water bottle? <laughs> Was it watery vomit? I had no clue. And so, <laughs> I have no clothes. And so I go into the bathroom I just like strip naked, but my, I was so wet that even when I strip my clothes off, like my body is still just like covered in pee. <laughs> and I was like kind of freaking out, mostly because I'm like, I'm gonna smell like pee in front of this French girl. <laughs> and that's not hot. <laughs> so I kind of clean myself off with like the little bit of toilet paper that men have in their bathroom. <laughs> fanning motion, <laughs> trying to just clean off and hopefully not smell like pee. So then I go back into my boyfriend's room and I just grab the closest pair of sweatpants that I see and I put them on and I put on a t-shirt and I was like, okay, I'm ready to go. And then he looks at me and I was like, I can't wear those clothes. I was like, I hope it's okay. I was like, I'll wash it and bring it back. And then he looks at me and he goes, those were my brother's sweatpants. Oh. And then leaving the good girlfriend that I was, I still wore them home. <laughs> and I was like, well, I guess I'll wash them. And this is how he broke up with me. So, <laughs> so three days later, I go on Facebook, and I see that he has permanently moved back to Seattle. <laughs> and that is how I found out. And I was angry about that for years, but now retelling that story, I'm like, well, can you blame him? <laughs>to the ladylike podcast i've been here with danny gallegos uh so there's a we still like you this weekend at the cards against humanity theater at 10 p.m uh five dollars online ten dollars at the door uh message me for comps uh <laughs> <laughs> my twitter is danny gallegos underscore d-a-n-i-i g-a-l-l-e-g-o-s um, and my Instagram is private because you're all perverts. True. I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast has been produced by me. If you'd like to check out our live show, it happens every third Monday of the month at Cafe Mustache in Logan Square. Our live show is produced by Carly Ballerini, Allison Dunn, Sarah Sherman, and myself. The theme song is performed by Natalie Grace Alford. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Ladylike Chicago and to subscribe and rate this podcast, and we'll see you next week.